0: Hi everyone, welcome to Luxury Voices, the podcast about the luxury world in Asia with a focus on the greater China market. I am Joanne Tang, your host, founder and CEO of Infinite Luxury Group. In this podcast, we converse about all layers and segments of luxury, from lifestyle, travel, to hospitality trends. I will interview key players of the luxury industry from all corners of the globe. We will talk about their initiatives and experiences in conquering the Asian luxury consumer. Discover how leading luxury executives handle this growing market, where luxury spending is the highest in the world, and gain a wealth of knowledge to harness this ever-promising luxury market. Our luxury voice joining us today is Bamboo Zhou. Bamboo is the founder and CEO of Eight Continents Travel, one of the well-recognized luxury B2C travel agencies in China, and founder of Dong Luxury Travel Collection, a B2B platform for the travel trade. Bamboo is originally from Chengdu, a popular city in West China, and has been based in Shanghai since the year 2000. He has been in the travel industry for 17 years and established 8 Continents Travel in 2011, followed by Dong Luxury Travel Collection in 2015. The company collaborates with some of the best hotels and resorts worldwide, which have welcomed his travel agency's best clients and VIPs. Bamboo is a passionate traveler and appreciates and values friendships. Bambu and I met during the early days of 8 Continents and he is a supportive travel partner of Infinite Luxury. Today, he is joining me to share his opinion about luxury travel post-COVID-19, the importance of domestic travel for the travel trade during this crisis, and his confidence in the future of the outbound travel of the China luxury travel market. Bamboo, it's a pleasure to have you with us on Luxury Voices today. How have you been?
1: Very good. Thank you for having me here.
0: It's a great pleasure having you here. Let's dive into our conversation. It yeah. has been nearly 10 years that you established Eight Continents Travel, and Eight Continents is one of the leader of the luxury agencies in China. It is a great achievement, especially in such a fragmented, competitive, and ever-changing travel market as China. Looking back, what was the key moments in the development of Eight Continents?
1: Okay. Actually, generally we, our development is quite quiet, calm. It's more about step by step. There are not okay. so many secrets, but there are still some, you know, very special moments we, during our development from late 2011, such as at the first year, we set up our own orientation and our relationship between us and our consumers. You know, it is now about your travel agency. They are your customers. It's about uh, friendship. So our relationship between our company and our, our clients, we call it uh, friend to friend. And at the same year, we decided to set look up the principal clients as our top priority of our marketing. So to look after the clients is our you know, the first thing, the most important thing for our company. And after three years of the foundation of its country travel, you know, we were recognized by some media, such as the Uran Report, China, and the Continental Traveler. We noticed that they put us as one of the top ten industrial travel agents in China. We noticed that okay, now we are we are different from, you know, uh who we are. Two or three years ago. And it's about into start 2015. Now, before we becoming a first preferred partner of Four Seasons, we were Mandarin Oriental Fan Club member. We were Star Wars Luxury Privilege travel agency. Then after we, once we becoming uh, a Four Seasons preferred partner, uh, as well as such as the Bridge Cotton Stars, we realized that we are we have been, you know, catch up with others for three years. Then we become one of the leading travel agencies in 2015. Then we are, H-Country Travel is one of the travel agencies who promote the barrier to China market, to the luxury travelers in China, which is quite, you know, we are uh, one of the leading ones. Then after two years we found that it's quite successful. You know, most of the clients they accept the new concept of book a heritage and enjoy more be- enjoy more benefits. So this is quite a successful moment for us because it's really, really different from what the market was. Then today we are talking we are still talking about travel and uh, I think it is still very Very important, the key moment for us, we we are still here, right? Yeah.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much for sharing, Bamboo. So Ah. you were saying uh, taking steady steps, one step at a time, building up uh, relationships uh, with your uh, customers, with your clients. You actually very often mention uh, this word when we're talking about eight continents, and that's uh, friendships. So building up uh, all these uh, friendships. Looking after your clients uh great that you are uh you were being recognized by uh, key media and as well very well established hotels as a prominent travel partner. Can you share with our listeners what differentiates eight continents from the other well recognized travel agencies in China and what keeps eight continents a market leader
1: okay actually, there are so many successful travel agencies in China, especially in high-end segments. But what we are doing, what we have been doing is doing right. I mean, we, during the past eight and nine years, we are doing right things, such as we have the right attitude toward the market and our, and our clients. And we have the right concept, uh, such as, uh, you know, our relationship between us and our clients and uh, our concept of doing the right business. And we have the right partners, such as you, such as, you know, the luxury hotel group and the luxury individual hotels and the right service. So you know, we are doing the right things, our clients will help us to develop, so if you. Ask me so what is the difference between Asians and others. We say, I say, you know, we have our standard. We have chosen the writings, and we have been doing that for years.
0: Great. China was hit by COVID-19 first, followed by Europe and the rest of the world. Restrictions of travel in China were starting to be implemented late January. When did you realize that this pandemic was going to affect your business, Bambu?
1: Oh, I can see, I realized, you know, the situation just on the Chinese New Year is. it is uh, January the 23rd, you know, even the next day on the Chinese New Year, I had a phone call with the president of Forces Asia Pacific. We were talking about, uh, you know, the situation. I explained what what's happening in China. To our hotel partners to let them to to help them to make decisions to how to deal with this situation. So I realized this situation and I share it right away with our partners. Yeah, I can still you know I made the food in the vegetable garden in my hometown in, in Chengdu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So this was just uh, before Chinese New Year and when you knew about this news right away you were communicating this to uh, all your partners telling them uh, exactly the situation and I fully agree with you communication is the key for handling crises uh, like this. What was the first measurement you took in your business to respond to this crisis besides uh, communicating this to all your partners?
1: Yeah, you know, I uh, I uh should be in Chengdu for the Chinese New York holiday for one week. But yes. you know, after the pandemic, I came back to Shanghai one day before my holiday. Then the next day when I arrived Shanghai, I have my finance people and my general manager to my office. So I asked them how much money we have, how much cash we have, how long we can hang on there then they told me that they say oh, okay but we we got enough cash we you know they told me how now we can survive so then you know we decided to come back to work, so eight continued travel should be should be the one of the earliest travel agencies who come back to office for work, so we started work and February eighth day so you know then we started to to promote Chinese domestic travel, yeah guess get you cash and then I feel yeast. Then we started to work for, you know, work on the Jamaica travel. yeah.
0: So everyone was called back to the headquarters, uh, all the executive team members. And then uh, you yeah. were discussing about the financial situation. Uh, once you knew the financial situation was good. You were uh, straight away looking at uh, what are the next strategies. Uh, So you were uh, looking at the domestic market right away. And coming back to the office on the 8th of February, that's indeed uh, very fast because that's just uh, right after Chinese New Year or pretty much during Chinese New Year. So that's uh, really kudos to you and your team. Mm, Thank you for sharing. The travel restrictions has not stopped travel agencies from making preparation for the day when overseas travel resumes. Many travel agencies are creating book now stay later packages. What kind of action is eight continents taking to be ready when borders reopen?
1: So far I still encourage my people to put their focus on domestic travel. It is now about you know, I, I have no confidence um international travel this year it is about our respect to our clients because we need to know the when and how our travelers our clients can travel to related destinations we need to make sure they will be traveling safe so so far we have done a lot of things to do better in domestic travel but we still have done You know, a few things on international travel, such as, as I said, we are, you know, we have been talking with uh, the touring boats, such as Thailand. And uh, we are working with some resorts in southeast of Asia, such as Bali, such as Thailand. And we Mm -hmm. encourage the hotels to offer some bar, the best available rate, because it is very flexible and it is you know, the clients can book and then cancel very flexibly. And we have, my people, they have, they have been doing a live streaming as well. They introduce the destinations, they introduce the hotel, they introduce the stories, they introduce itineraries online for our clients. And still, we are still waiting for the right timing. We make sure that we don't make mistake in this very period.
0: Yes, of course, uh, safety <laughs> is a top priority. I fully agree with you. Yeah. Besides yeah. Uh, promotional offers, how can hotels support you with those initiatives?
1: Actually, I don't think they can do too much right now. But mm-hmm. I suggest them to keep their eyes on Chinese travel industry. I suggest them knowing you know, what is happening in China during past three months and what is happening and what will happen in China. They need to know this market very clear. Then when the timing is right, they can better understand our solution or our promotion or our way of doing urban travel.
0: So you suggest uh, keeping eyes on uh, China and uh, yes. I guess uh, you and I both agree and are confident that China yes. is one of the first markets to bounce back after COVID-19.
1: Yeah, yes. correctly. Yes, I know. You know, the luxury voice, which we are doing, is a bit of this. Is the rising right we are doing is, which is very helpful for the overseas hotels to know China.
0: Yes, that's right. Uh, to understand yeah. the situation, so that everyone can uh, plan for the future. Correct. Yeah. In all crises, some opportunities arise. What opportunities or new initiatives have arisen for eight continents in this time?
1: There are there are opportunities within eight continents of travel, such as our products, such as many people they buy food packages before the coronavirus, then they say, okay, we can totally accept a semi-package such as, you know, only hotel or a hotel and, uh, you know, some the scenic sports tickets or only two or three days packages. And my team, they are more efficient to solve the problems during this very period, you know, compared before. These I feel them. They are more invented than ever before because you know I I, I guess they may relive the, the very hard situation, and uh, my team they may have learned how to make the right decision and how to make it quickly. And some of my uh, product team they have been doing the overseas travel for many years. But now we make them to come back to focus on Chinese domestic travel. Now they have known that how to deal with the clients online and how to deal with the clients offline. So online and offline with the clients as well as our hotel partners in China. So there are many things where I can, I have seen the change, I mean, the change, right?
0: Yes, I guess this COVID-19 is testing us on all levels. As you said, uh, testing us uh, on uh, creativity, making quick and right decisions. And uh, interesting uh, yeah. to learn about uh, online and uh, offline activities. They are most two most important uh, areas to look at, for sure. Did you yeah. witness any changes in consumer behaviors because of this crisis? How do you and your company adapt to these changes?
1: Okay, as I say, you know my team because they are they are very young. You know, they, it's not a problem for them to adapt these changes. But during the past two months, I visited many luxury hotels in China, such mm-hmm. as I paid a visit to the hotels in Chengdu and in Shanghai and Hangzhou. I, uh, I talked with so many. City of hotels and the resorts. Uh, many people they share with us that we from the clients are really, uh, you know, have very uh, last minute. They have very, they are very last minute to the book and they are very last minute to decide to travel or not, because it is 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 highly relay on um, you know whether they feel safe to travel to the city or mm. the other city. Yeah. So the last minute to decide or not.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Despite China's strong economy, we see local travel agencies in difficulty. Some will not survive this crisis. What major changes are you witnessing that are happening right now within the China travel industry?
1: You know, we had Dong Tian um, 2020 connection in Sanya last week. and mm-hmm. Before we doing our road show, we had a survey for twenty-six luxury travel agencies from all over China, so one of mm-hmm. our survey question is about how important of the domestic travel to them. The result is ninety-five percent of the high-end travel agencies domestic travel is very important to them, and uh, I have seen also have seen, you know, there are more and more of the, you know, tailor-made travel for Chinese domestic, you know, markets. Because before, you know, the travel agencies is the focus to just focus to, you know, um, international travel, such as they have put a lot of mm-hmm. efforts on Africa, a lot of um, Middle East and Europe. Now they have used their skills, their their youth, their experience, but on um, domestic travel such as um, Yunnan, such as Sichuan, such as Xinjiang, and there are more luxury domestic destinations and local hotels and the resorts were found and were accepted by travel agencies such as there is a Mars Camp, in Qinghai, I don't know whether you heard about it. that. It's quite, you know,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you know. Last year, we have never heard about this because even you heard about <laughs> it, you don't think you don't think it's good for your clients, right? You say there are so many uh, destinations overseas. Why don't we send them to Australia? Why don't we send them to Hawaii? Why don't we send them to the So they always skipped domestic luxury or unique destination. Now this year, they accept it. Yes. Yeah, and the travel agencies are not only, you know, pursue high this year. They are very flexible. They put survive as their priority as their goal. So flexibility is the thing which I have seen most during the past six months. And certainly, there are some companies they change a little bit. You know, they are doing some consumer goods sale as well. But the majority of the luxury travel agencies I am seeing, they are still doing the travel business.
0: That's very uh, good to hear. So you did a survey with the luxury uh, boutique travel agency, and ninety-five yeah. percent were focusing on domestic travel. Uh, so that's the the major thing that's happening uh, right now. So and I agree with you. I see as well on uh, social media that a lot of those luxury travel agencies are promoting uh, hotels within China and uh, I actually even as well did not know that there are so many beautiful hotels in China so that's uh, as well good to see and I as well fully agree with you it's not only that you have to be strong and creative during this crisis but you have to be as well uh, showing certain uh, flexibility to survive this crisis. When you launched Eight Continents nearly a decade ago, Infinite Luxury was just established prior. I remember that most Chinese luxury travelers only wanted to stay in international branded hotels. They wanted a brand that they knew and trusted. Has this changed? Are your customers requesting for a different type of property?
1: Generally, because you know, China market is very big. Generally, no, nothing changed. But there are still some pioneers from the first-tier city or second-tier city. There are some travelers. They are now they are looking for some you know very different resorts with different design with their own theme or their you know quite such as the Japanese mikan. They are very mm-hmm. popular than ever before, and there are some villas you know, private villas in east of Asia, such as Thailand, such as in Bali. And there are some, you know, villas in Europe are very popular for such clients. I can say, you know, the majority will be the international chain hotels. Uh, There are some people that they are going further to some very different properties. Yeah.
0: So for the general market. Branding, hotel brands are still very important, Uh, but then for the more well-travellers from the first-tier cities, they are looking for unique hotels and as well the hidden gems. Would that be?
1: Yes.
0: Great. Are they requesting a different type of holiday, especially post-COVID-19? Would they be Uh, more focusing on wellness, well-being, maybe time for themselves and their family?
1: Yeah, especially for health and wellness, you know. According to our survey, we asked the travel agencies the which type of travel were popular mm-hmm. in 2019. So health yeah. and well-being should be maybe and sixth or seventh place. But we asked them this question that after COVID-19, so which kind of uh travel, which kind of holiday you're Customer will be interested in. Then, health and well-being is and at the second phase, just after island and leisure. So, it this is a big stitch I mean, this
0: yes, it's a big idea. jump.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm yeah. sure so, that uh, wellness, well-being hotels and destinations would be very happy to hear this. Uh, if you say that yeah, they really yeah. jump uh, to number two. So besides uh, yeah. islands, then uh, wellness and well-being, holidays will be most preferred. Yes. Very interesting yeah, let me to hear. Me.
1: Yeah. Let me share you more numbers. Among yeah. the 46 electric travel agencies, 97% of them, they choose island and leisure. Then 63% of them, they choose health and wellness. Then the African suffering and the f- explorer goes to 47 and the wine and food uh, goes to 39%. Then it is um, the city, shopping, then uh, history, then sports, and the, uh, luxury books. So this is a very big, this is a very big change.
0: So those are the observations that the owners of these luxury travel agencies have witnessed. Yes. Very interesting information. Thank you for sharing, Mambo.
1: Mhm. am well, happy to share.
0: Fantastic. Eight Continents has a database that many travel agencies would love to have. Great customers looking for very high-end holidays. Can you tell our audience what are the most important factors that drive your customers to choose an hotel over another?
1: Yeah, this is a very good question. You know, even for us, we very often, you know, our clients, you know, how and why they choose a hotel or not choose another, the other one. We feel mm-hmm. this question is still, you know, in our survey as well. Let me share with you that the, the high-end customers, they choose brand and service. And unique experience for their, as their top three uh, reasons why they choose a luxury hotel. Then goes to a price and uh, design and location and food, food and beverage. So food and beverage goes mm. last. The brand goes the
0: first. Ah, interesting. So those are the yeah. observations from uh, luxury travelers when they choose. Yes a holiday they will go or a hotel it will go for brand service yeah. a, the unique yeah. experiences that the hotel has to offer and then yeah. afterwards the rates design location and then the food and beverage how interesting yeah,
1: yeah. good to know yeah even you know yes. even sometimes i need to ask my people to the why you know your your travelers, your clients, they choose this hotel or not other hotel because there are so many brands. And I'm very happy to share with you. This is the latest information we got from our, uh, our clients, and as well as the clients from the 26 luxury travel
0: agencies. Bamboo, you are a real entrepreneur. One company is not enough mm-hmm. for you. Can you please yeah. share with us about your other company that you established, Dong Luxury Travel Collection, and what is your vision for Dong?
1: Uh, okay, actually, Dong is besides it eight country travel, which is a B2C company, and Dong Luxury Travel Collection is a pure B2B platform. I founded this company in 2015. Mm-hmm. You know, I found that there are so many boutique. Luxury travel agencies all over China, but your lack of, most of them, their lack of IT, their lack of marketing, their lack of branding, they are lacking of travel resources. So we, I need to build our company or organization to, as a connection, um, to Chinese high-end travelers and the travel agencies and the, um, international travel suppliers. And the destinations all over the world. So we need to, you know, build a connection to connect all these things. Uh, this is our goal. You know, I just want to do something in China that's never there. Nobody have done in China market.
0: Yes. And it has been a great uh, achievement. And I believe uh, together you stay strong and uh, you can as well uh, combine uh, all your efforts, which is great. What are your recommendations for hotels and travel companies wishing to increase awareness in the China luxury market segment?
1: Now, okay, there are hotel chains; they have their offices in China, but there are still some individual hotels. I suggest them um, working with some representatives in China, such as like your company. You're doing very good. There are there mm-hmm. are Thank still- you, Bumble. There are still some other other travel companies as well. Or they can have their representatives in China right now because, you know, if travel is not, we're not able to travel during this period, but they can have their own representatives in China or they use video or use um, hotel film to share with Chinese travel agencies and let them to extend such information to their clients and show um, the difference between, you know, before the COVID-19 and after the this period, what they have done and what they have uh, prepared to welcome Chinese consumers back. Yeah.
0: So presence, uh, having presence in the market is uh, the key. And then, of course, oh. uh, the communication, the close communication is important. Yes. Traveling around the world is not over. In uh, 2019, over 160 million Chinese traveled overseas. A lot of luxury Chinese travelers are eager to get back on a plane and discover our planet. Are you confident in the future of Chinese outbound travel?
1: Yes, sure. Yes, for sure. I'm very confident for the Chinese outbound travel. But, you know, right now we may have some difficulty, but and uh, definitely have 100% confidence, you know, the the urban travel will be uh, yeah, very promising.
0: Yes, I guess uh, right now we're just all having a small break and then we'll come back even uh, stronger and travel even more, I hope. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to the end of our conversation. I would like to ask you a few more questions, a bit more personal. You must answer <laughs> them quickly and in just a few words. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Bamboo, you are a very active person. You own a gym right next to your office. What is the most important for you to stay in shape? Boxing, cardio, weights or what? Can you tell us? I do some all.
1: Tips? I do all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do all. You do all? You know, a, yes, <laughs> I do all. The Monday I do cardio. The next day I do weights. The next day I do boxing. I you know, I repeat it every single week. I do all.
0: Wow, fantastic. That's why you're getting fitter every time I see you.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah. Bamboo, you stay in the best places. What makes you feel special when you stay in a hotel? Uh,
1: the normal staff can address my name.
0: Can recognize you, is it?
1: Yes, yes.
0: I'm sure many hotels do when you check in.
1: Uh <laughs> Yeah, you know... Sometimes you know they try to pronounce my family name is Zhou is Zhou. Actually, they asked me, they the, the Mister Zhou. So you know, is my pronunciation right? I said yes, I am Zhou. It's quite hard to pronounce my family name. <laughs> I yeah yeah, I really appreciate this. You know, people who can pronounce the right. <laughs> I see. Now everyone yeah, will yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I I like them to pronounce. I, I call, I, I call me bamboo. Bamboo will be
0: best. <laughs> what is your most memorable travel experience and why?
1: It should be my travels to uh, the first tented camp in Golden Triangle because I'm oh. been there fourth. This place is the one I I went most. You know, I have never been to our single destination or single property for so many times. So, if I have been there four times,
0: fantastic! That's actually as well uh, one of my personal favorite. I visited Four Seasons Tented Camp in Qinghai over ten years ago, and it, it, I must yeah. say it is a very special place.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, when you are there, you know, you just feel. At your own home, everyone knows you, even you feel that the editors can still remember you after your last visit. So it's, yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows your arrangement during the daytime and everyone had themselves when you need your own privacy.
0: Mm, yes, that's very nice to hear. I agree with you. That's the best yeah. travel experience a traveler can yeah. have. Yes. Bamboo, it was a true pleasure speaking with you today and thank you for being one of our luxury voices. Thank you very much, Joanne. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luxury Voices. If you have enjoyed it and found this episode useful, please share it with your network, like it, rate it, and help us spread our voices. You can find information about today's voice and the podcast content in the podcast notes. Luxury Voices is a podcast curated by Infinite Luxury Group, a luxury sales marketing communication specialist based in Asia. Please tune in for the next episode. Bye for now.